0: Your job and show more football. Come on, come on. Pick it, pick it. We've done that. F- thing. Can we not knock it? I am flabbergasted. I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the
2: match. I get a taxi back to Manchester.
3: <laughs> Again, don't, please don't call me arrogant because what I, I'm saying is true. I'm a, I think I'm a special one.
2: When the seagulls follow the troll, it's because they sing. something. Will be stormed into the sea. Thank you. I understand what I'm trying to get at. Yes, he no, was a great player. A great yes, holder. he was a wonderful oh. leader. But he wasn't a magician.
0: i take a bow, I mean that. Take a
2: Well, first things first, thank you once again for joining us. If you are a new listener, uh, thank you. We really value your company. Uh, that's not to say we don't value the regulars. As we continue to say, we're all sitting here during extraordinary times um, and we hope a little bit of football conversation distracts and engages uh, and it certainly did in the last pod, that is for sure. Um, my name is Richard Keyes. And my name is Andrew Grey. And this is... Nigel De Young, Better known locally as DJ. So Correct. I thought we could rename ourselves this week DJ Keys and Grey. We are in the company of football Royalty. Legend. Royalty. Um As I say, last week caused a bit of a stir because we were joined by George Burtang and Peter mm. Reed and we were discussing uh, the subject, Nigel, mm-hmm. was... Uh, I put it on the floor for discussion. Yeah. I said, and I argued my case very well, and I think I wanted <laughs> to. I okay. Right now, Aston no. Villa are a better team than Everton. And I said, the way we'll prove this okay. is that we will have a combined 11. Yeah. And I had six from Villa and five from Everton, and of course, when I mentioned the subject last mm. week, because I hadn't said to Andy what we were discussing, mm-hmm. his face went white, <laughs> because I knew he'd yeah. got a problem. Quite highly thought of at of both clubs, I would mean, hope. I mean, hope. The problem with Andy is, it's like yeah. he, he has to
3: pick from two of his favourite teams. Yeah. Exactly, and I, so, knew,
2: I knew it would cause an issue, which yeah. was a bit naughty of me, but as I explained last week, and you know now, because yeah. we work together a lot here on... Be in, well, mm-hmm. for be in sports, mm-hmm. this uh-huh. is the, the podcast, but we're very happy to have Nigel in Qatar. Yes. In fact, we're very, and I don't say this lightly, we're honoured oh. to have someone who's played in the World Cup final Absolutely. here. Um, and, and a good lad. Part, a great lad, really my good. golf partner, part really. of the project, Nigel, which mm-hmm. we'll discuss later yeah. in this part of the world. But uh, anyway, this is DJ Keys and Greg, yeah. and as we sat down to start recording, the most pressing subject of all was on the table, and that is coffee. How do you make a good cup of coffee?
0: Well, do you want to ask me first? Right. I'll tell you Yes, how. because
2: you were quickly put back in your box on this occasion. Well, I wasn't put back in my
0: box. I would just say, how do you make a good cup of coffee? As I don't drink coffee, I, I make coffee for my wife. And, and I quite simply go into the kitchen. Right. Open a little tin. Take out. An espresso pod, well, vanilla. Not, put, put it in the, in the espresso machine, press the button, and it makes a lovely cup of coffee.
2: And I was making the point that as as Brits,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you see, we're in the uh, House of Luis again. Our, our, our friend from Portugal. Mm-hmm. You guys, I mean, you live and die on coffee day. I mean, it's it's. Yep. Key in everybody's life in Europe.
3: Yeah, I think I think it's a big part of, of the lifestyle that we have in Europe. It doesn't matter which country you go. You know, I lived in so many countries. Of course, me coming from Amsterdam. We love tea. Don't get me wrong, we love, love a cup of tea. But to start the morning off right, I think cup of coffee is the first thing. Actually, take. it would be coffee. You must have drank coffee. coffee. Oh yeah. that, that's like that's the definition of good <laughs> coffee. You know, in <laughs> Italy, we don't take when you don't have a cup of coffee, they look at you in a particular way. If you order a cup of tea in the morning, They'll, they'll bonjour you out of the <laughs> restaurant or the coffee shop and yeah. say like please go. Well, yeah, you well, have to have a good. What cup about of England? Coffee. I
0: think we've got better at making coffee then. Uh,
3: no. No? no, 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 I don't think we no. can no. because we we have an nice we- Most of the coffees there taste like absolute sewer. You oh, know, right? it's just sewer water. It's that bad. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I drink a good cup of cup of tea because you Brits can make a good cup of mm-hmm. cup of tea so oh, no, no when our it comes to We make good tea. That's all. Especially the nice eight. When a nice. After eight.
2: You, you're talking about the mint the chocolate. chocolate? Yes, chocolate. The mint After eight? No, no, not with tea. Not no. with tea. You don't no, know? I don't, no, I, I don't
0: think pe- so. I no, do no. 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 I'll take it with tea. No. I would I, like a, a, My favourite one with a cup of tea. Shall I tell you what my favourite biscuit would be if you could have it?
2: Let me guess. I know let what me guess, drifting. Let me guess, let me guess. I know we
0: drifting, but my favourite... Nigel won't know this, but Shortbread. you bread. No, no, no.
2: Caramel log.
0: Correct. Yes, Canucks. There you go. Caramel log. <laughs>
3: <Broker, laughs> you remember. Caramel, caramel log. log. Okay. That, you uh, you know that, we're well next one we we all in the studio. We see you, you I'll get, get something. Give me some caramel here. log. Yeah. You
2: can buy it. Mark expenses,
3: right? You can yes, get them. I there. think you can. Yeah. Yes. Correct. That's, uh, that's some English. I would have thought so. Yeah.
2: Yes. the people listening must be scratching their heads and saying, What what are they talking about? But what we're talking about what we're talking about is in a relaxed English, British, English language manner. You see, this staggers me that he speaks so many different languages Mm. and yet so easily ours. Yes. Did you always... Um, yeah, you know, like,
3: I always love to adapt to certain cultures and also certain, uh, certain, certain countries. You know, in, in Holland, we, we really have to adapt a smaller country when we go abroad because Holland is, is a, like quite a small yeah, just, country. Yeah, and it's also a so ridiculous language to talk. Yeah, and you hear me talk sometimes, yeah, you know, over the phone or talking with other people. Exactly. You can, you can, you can, no, you no, you can't say you that. No, can, you can't say that. you can say it. I won't. Oh, I meant to ask
0: you about that. I've heard you and Ruth, Say this one quite often when we played golf with you. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but yeah. I've heard you. In fact, I heard you the other day. Yeah, say this one when you hurt heard- it must be something to do with a bad shot Richard because both Nigel and Rudy
3: they they go hot for yeah. is that right that's a, that's a, that's quite a good pronunciation, pronunciation yeah of saying hot forma yeah. yeah what does that mean it says uh, free, uh, translating is free it said God damn it ah. <laughs> yeah. it's not that it's, it's not, not okay that bad.
0: It's so not uh, bad. let's
3: go with yes. a bad shot it goes
0: it goes very very well with a bad
3: shot trust me
0: but yeah. is your
2: Italian as good is your German where you played as good
3: yeah, they're both they're wow. both as good as uh, as my uh, and wow. my English. I would say like um, apart from speaking fluently Dutch, I think second second my second language, my my, my second strongest language is English, mm. and that's due to the fact that you know when you're in school as a as a kid, mm. your second language is English. You know the way how we watch television, how the way how we watch media, everything is just Dutch translate of, of uh, just uh, English English and then translated in Dutch with subtitles. So you, when you're a kid, you just get the hang of it, hang of the language uh, when it comes down to music, yeah. when it comes down to television, when it comes down to school, what I just mentioned. Yeah. So it's just really easy to roll in. And of course, it really helps when you play abroad in a country like England. And then mm-hmm. you can really get to know the culture, you know, the, the banter that goes into the yeah. dressing rooms, <laughs> the, the English sarcastic humor. Right. What I oh, love. Hey, yeah. You know yes, what you I know. love, by yeah, the way. I'm so glad you never said Scottish. You really get
2: into the, the whole culture <laughs> of it. Is, is an English dressing room yeah, that different in that respect. Yeah, is it? it is. is it really? It, is. it, it right. is
3: really. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I can, I can honestly say, of course, like we Dutch, we love, we love humor just in general. But you guys just take it, take it up a little <laughs> bit, a little notch, <laughs> just a little notch. You know, yeah. it's just the way how you guys are as, a, as a, as a culture, the way how you talk football, the way how you guys are among each other as, as men in a dressing room, and you can take a hit. You know, mm. I love the, I love you guys have good self-spot. When you have self humor over yourself, and you can take a joke. Yes, you can. You can. You can give out as well. Mm. So that's what I like. And of course, the, the language that that happens. Oh yes, <laughs> once in a while. We always, in while, it always tried, moment.
2: and, and uh, ultimately it um, it blew up, but but shouldn't have done in the manner that it did. But that, <laughs> that, we always tried to create that in our studio. Yeah. As, as for, for players, no, Ray Wilkins always used to say, "When I'm out of work, fellas, mm. just just." Keep asking me because there's nothing like this studio. It's it's the nearest thing that I can find to a dressing room, mm-hmm. and I think it's so important that that is the case. That you can have a I I, I used to say if 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 guests didn't know the difference between five two, the top of the hour, and five mm-hmm. past when we came on, mm-hmm. that that's that's the job done. Relaxed. You know? I, I, I because it can be an intimidating environment, can't it? Of course, and especially you know when you're a football player,
3: the transition to go with, for example, what you just mentioned, to go into the studio is completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to you have to get rid of that like media blockade which you normally have mm-hmm. as a, as a football player and just feel free as well. And of course, you you guys as the main 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 characters of a show. You know, you have to make sure that the the guests coming in feel comfortable yeah, as well. Absolutely. So what you said is completely spot on. You have to make it feel like a, a type of a dressing room. You have to joke around. Also do it, you know, through the parts that you yeah. have a commercial break or talking about games or whatsoever. So that's why I feel always comfortable coming into the studio and just talk. And, you know, we joke around. So right. for, for not only for me, but I can talk for a lot of other guests and football players in the near future who will come into your studio.
0: Were you aware? Because you've gone through this. I didn't. Mm. You know, I, I, I played at the time you talked about when dressing rooms were powerful places. Yeah. And if if, if you, were, you had any weakness, it was found out, wasn't it? <laughs> players, no, <laughs> players found it out, Richard. <laughs> no, they it's... really did find <laughs> out. No, no, no. They <laughs> found it out. And, and and But that was the dressing room. So I, I played through that. But were you aware of it changing in your career? Because when you were a kid, you must have started off in these really tough dressing rooms yeah, yeah. where, you know, you had to stand your corner yeah. or else you could get crushed. Almost at times. Were you aware as you went on in your career that dressing room was changing and what was acceptable was becoming
3: unacceptable? Yeah, definitely. You know, when I started as a kid, um, and when I came in through the ranks of, for example, f- to the to the to the first team of Ajax as a seventeen-year-old. You know, we had characters like Richard Witz, Aaron Aaron Winter, Jan van Halse, Kifu, Slatan. So we had all these big characters. Zlatan, Zlatan. Zlatan was in the dressing room as well. And it's wow. a 19, 20-year-old. He, like? he was, was already they they that guy. Was he the same? No, he changed over the course of the, over the years because of the, 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 the stuff that he did but on the by pitch. By the way,
2: sorry to, I don't know if ever you've seen it, but there is a really good Zlatan uh, documentary mm. from that period of time. It only takes it up to... Because he was being followed. I suppose when he exploded onto the scene, that, that was it. You're mm. going to start paying a great deal more for <laughs> access than, mm. than he received then. But, but there is somewhere... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ether, a terrific documentary on Zlatan from that time. Yeah, I know. but and, and That's what I try to say. It, you know, it's like,
3: illuminating. You know, he's just one of these one of these characters that you could see that he had the potential. But just coming back to your question is. You know, as a young kid coming through the range, you have to stand your own. And don't forget, I come from 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 the hood in Amsterdam. So my mom always said, like, you know, don't come home crying if somebody <laughs> punches you. Otherwise I will punch you and give you a reason to cry. Yeah, all how so, have changed. You know what I mean? So when you when you look when you look back at that, yeah. when I come in the dressing room, I was already I was already on that stage, like I have to I have to speak up. I cannot be yeah. bullied in a dressing room yeah. because they will test you you mm-hmm. know especially the older ones they will test the younger kids and see how far and how thick their skin is mm-hmm. just in order to make it so when I when I look at that period and look at like fast forward 15 years later right now nowadays we live in such a sensitive um, uh, environment that it's really hard to mm-hmm. be be uh, uh, have positive criticism towards players and I'll try it always to say it in a different kind of way yeah. than I did before yeah. because nowadays everything is just like what I try to say is well you know like oh now he's hurt my feelings or he yeah. can't say that but it is not because I want to hurt you, or I just want to be negative to you. I just want to make you better. Yeah. And that's the difference. That there is also now. a
2: way of delivering that, Nigel, and Andy's been the master of that for years. Right. And, what? And, and, what? And, yes. The, the, <laughs> it's easy to, to underline deficiencies and faults, it's mm. easy to be negative. But if you can find a way to Are oh, you talking about commentating? I'm talking about opinion. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether it be on commentary or in a or or studio. studio. Yeah, yeah. If you can find a way to explain, yeah, agree explore, with you. educate. Of course. And and particularly, I mm. underline educate. I think there is a difference. Mm. And and I think he educated a generation. I I, I always tell people I had two crises in, in my career. One when I arrived in Liverpool to work for the local radio station, Radio City. <laughs> And I'd, I'd, at that time, I'd, I'd left. Wait, uh, when was that? What year? 1970. Oh, right at the heart. Right oh, at no, the, Right yeah, at the heart of 78, 78, success. 70, oh, right in the middle. Right in the middle of like yeah, But drum. it was a major, ah. for, because I was a, I was a softy, really, a southerner. By and, and no, the way, excuse me, guys. Nothing much has changed in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. Ah, you, got to, you got to get to yeah. know the man behind the mic. Trust me. It was hard. And I yeah. I, 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 w- I took a, a long time to settle. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd worked in London for Bob Wilson, with Bob yeah, Wilson. Yeah, on, yeah. On, you know that, Andy. I, I, was, I was Stato in those days. And every Friday, Bob's one of the life's good guys. Every mm. Friday, he would call mm-hmm. and say, are you Okay. And and I would say, no, I'm not, really. And Bob Paisley. Um, Bob Wilson, sorry. Bob Wilson, sorry. Just good interjection. Just, inter- just to make sure you're in Bob Liverpool, Wilson. just clearing. That um, up. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I remember one crisis particular, and I said, Bob, I'm surrounded by people here that know everything about football. Scousers. Mm. I mean, it, it, you can't find a more mm. educated mm-hmm. fan, really. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm the only one that doesn't understand the game. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first crisis. Then I thought I'd cracked it, and then I met him. Right. And then, gee.
3: Then you had to go. Here we go again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because you boys watch the game differently. There's no point Mm -hmm. pretending that. That's why referees struggle, for me, with Mm -hmm. VAR. Mm -hmm. Because they don't see what you boys Mm -hmm. see on a football pitch. It is totally different. Different. I don't care uh, how many people might want to argue Mm -hmm. it is different, isn't it? It is different. Yeah, of course
3: it is different. And that's the I think that's one of the struggles that we see nowadays. And you know, don't get me wrong, everybody has an opinion about football because it's the most watched sport in the world, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at every continent. So everybody got a certain opinion, but there's only a handful of people with the exact knowledge what's going on on the football pitch, what's going on in the dressing room, mm-hmm. and really knows the inside of football. How we look at it, the game, you know, like from the outside, it is always going to be different. But you know, we heard this kind of things already over the last couple of weeks with certain players, especially in the Premier League, when they came out. What, what, we, what would the, would you have, what, what, you to change in this, in this, in this game at this moment is change the var lineup put in some players put in some players All <laughs> yes, yes, players yes. yeah put some all players who know the game who have the experience of the game to see it through their eyes instead mm. of having people in that var
2: room yeah
3: seeing it from a different way and only from watching it from the outside because they will never understand the player on the
2: pitch before we m- move on to talk specifically about your career which i would like to do mm-hmm. if that's okay mm-hmm. um you see, we're not two now. I, I consider us more three on being sports. So, you know, it's a better afternoon if Nigel's in than when he's not. Absolutely. How have you found, having lived everywhere? Yeah. Genuinely, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want you to pretend now. How no. have you found Qatar? How have you found the experience? And what 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 do you think will happen in 2022? Um, gener- uh,
3: generally and honestly, in the beginning, I really had to settle in. And that's not only f- for me, because I can quite adapt myself yeah. to everything. Family but and- I have a family here. Yeah. I have a wife and two kids. So, you know, as long as they still finding their way in, I can not be really settled and can not be happy as well. Mm-hmm. So that took us a little bit of time, six months, you know, just to get the to to get to know the hang of everything mm-hmm. and of course in europe you know it's a different kind of lifestyle there's more stuff to do when it comes down in general um mm-hmm. and it's quite more open so um that is a little bit what we what we had to try to find and, and just find a, a way of life and mm-hmm. ju- adjust to the culture how long you you been here two years uh, now. two years, okay. yeah, two okay. years okay. from right. from last month two mm-hmm. years yeah so um but as soon as we had the, that settled and, you know, everybody could find his own way. And especially when it comes down to school, when it comes down to after school activities mm-hmm. for the kids and my wife doing it with her own fashion brand because she got her own line of work. So she's moving around a little bit. Um, it gave me also a certain type of freedom to explore di- different things and new things. And one of these things to come to you guys in mm-hmm. the studios as well um, to, to play golf learn how to play golf <laughs>
0: learn how to play golf what's amazing what is is, he, what he is, didn't play is, two years ago he arrived here not playing yeah, golf yeah, yeah. and he's now officially a better golfer than me, I'm gutted. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give you shots nowadays. Yeah. I have to give you <laughs> shots.
3: But saying that, you know, that that just shows you the happiness that I that I have at this at this moment. And also looking forward um into what's coming up, because we all know we're here for a bigger purpose than only being playing golf. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. also the World Cup 2022. Um I think it's gonna be amazing. You know, of course there's always gonna be critics from, from yes. Europe and there's always gonna be a lot of people being a negative state about the country, but I always tell everybody who has an opinion about Qatar once you come here come
0: yeah come nicely then
3: yeah. you can have an opinion about how things are you know don't judge from the outside when you never enter the country the first time so for me that's very important and if you see what's going on with the World Cup you know I'm involved also in the Supreme, Supreme Committee mm-hmm. who's doing the stadiums who's doing the infrastructure um, and it's going to be an amazing World Cup once everything is finished I mean, you said it the other day. You know, you can, you have the possibility to watch two or three games in a day. A day. Mm. Where can you do that? Well, which woke up did you ever see I, that? I, I, so.
2: I, 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 I was... I mean, he, he and I are accused yeah. of... Uh, you know, being on the payroll, which is not the case. I, I speak as I find, and me too. Uh, I have found the place a gloriously enjoyable country to live in. I and think really time Let me tell
0: day. you as well, Richard. I've had I've had a lot of people come, like you yeah. said, Nigel, come and visit. Them. I always I always think it's easy to criticise from afar. Mm-hmm. Very easy to criticise, and I may have been one of those had I not come and lived here who did the same. I don't know. Probably. Do yes. you know what I'm saying, Richard? I maybe have been one of those that did the same. That uh, you know, have not having been here, I might have been critical. Of it. I don't know, but I have to say that. Everyone and anyone I brought to the country for a holiday, for a little break, whatever, has arrived thinking, hmm, not sure what to expect, and has left not wanting to wait till they come back again. Yes. Mm. And I think that, and that is right across the board. And yeah. I think that's the thing about Qatar. Um, whatever you think, what they have done and what they are doing is 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 devoting so much time, energy, money, mm. whatever you want, into making this. The best World Cup they can. And if they do that and get it right, and it looks to me up to, for the eight years I've been here, as they are getting it right, it should be a sensational World Cup. No travel problems. No hotel problems for players. You stay in the same bed Mm. for four weeks. If you're here for four weeks, you've got the same training ground. There's nothing like that. There's plenty to do in your off time. I I just think it, it could be sensational.
2: Agreed. You, of course, have played mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. World Cup final. Yeah. We have shared the story at different times. I'd like to ask <laughs> you again to tell us what was going through your mind yes. when Howard Webb was reaching to a pocket after you planted your foot firmly and dangerously into the chest of... Uh, Mr. Chabu Alonso. Yeah. Yeah. It was his birthday,
3: it? by the way, two days ago, so congratulations uh, to him. Yes, but yeah. but he,
2: he knew how to look after himself, didn't he, as Frank Lampard found out. Yeah. Before later leaving a bit on him. Mm. Yeah, in, of course.
3: I mean, you know, he, he played in the Prem, so he knew what it was to to be on the receiving end, but also be on the on the on the giving end when it comes down to tackling. But at that particular moment, you know, it was just a pure adrenaline. There was nothing that was going no on in my pro- mind. i was he, no just process. gonna say what was
0: your thought process? My thought process the ball was, dropping the ball was, yeah, the ball was coming, dropping,
3: the ball was dropping, and I really I ha- I didn't see him coming from the left side <laughs> because it was like a dead corner here on the left side. And he was so focused on the ball, and he came with speed. So I really try to do my best imagination of Dennis Bergkamp picking that ball out of the air. <laughs> that's
2: but right, I should that's have wrong. known better. Yeah, that's <laughs> really right, wrong. That's, that's the first that's,
3: mistake. That <laughs> was the first mistake, I think. <laughs> and I should have known better. Yeah. And yeah, and once he once he came, it was just like okay, yeah, I can't go, I can't pull back anymore because I was already airborne. So I just planted my foot, and lucky enough, uh, me and Howard, where we had some history. Do you
0: think that helped you that night? Do you think if there had been a, a, a another a Romanian referee, a Russian referee, a, a Spanish referee, uh, you know, you'd have gone? Um, probably. What, I won't did, you, say, what did you
2: say
3: to him? Um I said I, I said like uh you seen the you seen the play I haven't seen. I didn't see him coming. It was never a, a serious foul play in my opinion because it was not my intention yeah. to hit him. Howard, don't spoil the game. And that was also one of the things, you know. He, did, I think, he didn't want to spoil the game after 38 minutes. Or yeah. was it 35 minutes when it happened? So, um, and it was a big stage, of course. Because you knew each other from, I- yeah, from the Premier League, League, the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you know, like we always had a good understanding on the pitch and off the pitch. And he was one of those referees we can you can always have a chuckle with and give him some stick when he made a bad decision. Mm. But the other way around as well, eh? you know. Like this is what I liked about that era. It's like you mm. was going back and forth with English yeah. referees, and it was okay. You know, and I think in that particular moment, when I talk about that World Cup moment, I think that helped me for sure. You see, if I was you,
2: I, I, and, and I'll explain this uh, as I make this point. If I was you, I'd be looking at me thinking, you mug, I have played all over the world. Mm-hmm. I have reached the very highest levels of this game. It was a World Cup final and you're talking about one incident. But that is still the case with so many, isn't it? I, I think about, Clem, who left us recently. Mm-hmm. And Clemence's day is complete. Yeah. A total disaster.
0: Scotland, England, Hamden. Dalvish, Kennedy, Dalvish, Dalvish, Nutmegs.
2: A magnificent <laughs> goalkeeper. But we still talk about that. Yeah. And it came to my mind again this week, and, and I don't want to talk about Maradona. Peter Reed. Yes. What a career he had. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, when you mention Reedy's name, says, Is he still chasing Maradona? Shelton. Yeah. Yeah. Shelton. <laughs> yes.
0: Add Shelton there to are that so list.
2: many players with one moment from mm-hmm. a glorious career that mm-hmm. none of us should remember mm-hmm. but we do mm-hmm. why why do we do that I think that's just I think this is
3: the base it's it's just h- how we set up as, as human beings I think and especially when when it comes down to football you know you always pre- remember particular moments I can't remember every player's history mm-hmm. you know when you look at a player you can't say like okay he did this he won no. that there's certain there are a handful of players where you can remember you, their careers sorry I'm
2: looking at Andy I'm thinking Watford how many times the second dimension from your career? I I the I second goal,
0: Sherwood. I, I mean, honestly, I think because yeah. of just big moments. I mean, that was a massive moment in that final. No, I mean, when you massive, you massive moment when, when you, you think when about you it, f- it it's, exactly. and I think because it's so strange. Yeah. I mean, there's one of the greatest players ever. Zinedine Zidane what's one of the things what's one of the things if you asked a hundred fans <laughs> that's they would probably see the volley at Hamden in the, in yeah. the, in the final but the one butt. thing would be the headbutt yeah. Yeah. against Matarazzi yeah. wouldn't it
3: that's what I wanted to say the <laughs> one I wanted to say if you think it's about Zinedine Zidane what is that one moment? You know, every player ha- always have that one moment that yeah. just stands out. And if it is if it is a negative thing or a positive thing, and it will influence influence your career, yes or no? So be it. But that's also part of football. And I think you know, as a as an individual, you have to accept the fact that people just think in that because otherwise you're just gonna linger just on. My, it.
2: There is another big moment in your career yeah. I want to get back yeah. to. But whilst we're on this subject, Diego, mm. uh-huh. Armando,
3: yeah. Maradona, yeah, wow, yeah unbelievable
0: sad,
2: you know? sad, sad
3: it's sad it's really sad but you know um, I was talking to a couple of friends uh, in Italy as well and of course they are just mesmerized always been mesmerized about Diego because Diego is Mar- Mar- Maradona was not uh, was not only a football player he was he was a culture he was like a he was like a religion, mm. you know. When you were talking mm. about Maradona in, in Italy, it's a religion, you know. You got you got God, you got
2: Maradona, and then you got football. So you in that? the
0: south, yeah, south. Oh, it's in that,
2: yeah. that order. In that order, it's just. Unbelievable. Some places I think the first two might just be <laughs> it's one place different. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But in Italy it was like that. So you know the devastation. And you can see also the images of what's going on on uh, on social media mm. with the fans crying and the, they're paying their tributes. But three I mean, days of mourning in uh, three days of morning in Nepal and Argentina. You know? and, uh, and Argentina yeah. yeah. So yeah, of course it's a big loss of football. I mean what he done in the in the years that he was playing football, um, yeah, was just amazing. And of course we all know what you just said about particular moments when it comes down to me. You know, when I think about Maradona, it was always that 94 moment when he was suspended on the World Cup because I have a different age group mm. than most of the, uh, most of the people who've seen him play. Yeah. That's interesting. So, you know, for me, it's just, of course, he was gifted, but I was never that old enough mm. to see him really on his peak of his, of his Wait, career. his were you
2: hand the 86. Uh Just two. Oh, well, there you, yeah. go. Two, you see, yeah, there you go. Two. See, I saw him at Wembley twice and was mesmerized by him. Yeah. No, I have to say, the best individual performance I've ever seen on a football pitch live was right. messy against Arsenal when he he tore them to pieces yep. in that Champions mm-hmm. League game got four mm-hmm. extraordinary but but Maradona for us of mm-hmm. course isn't an Englishman it's the hand of god but, but what i would say about that which really gets imagined two things one peter shilton came on our show when we were on the mm-hmm. radio and for the first time was was genuinely i felt very honest about that he said i if i'm wrong tell me i don't blame him mm-hmm. because he said it's a bit like me. If the ball's over the line, I'm going to grab it back mm-hmm. and, and and pretend it wasn't. Pretend it wasn't. Yeah. So I've no problem with what happened. He's mm-hmm. uh, kind of changed his mind a bit since. And yes, yes. there's things I read this week I was a bit disappointed by. See, for me, he
3: changes. It, he changes opinion yeah, a little
2: bit. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. Lineker okay. had done that the other end or Barnsey, I'd have been delighted. Of course you would. I'd have Got been delighted. The final. Of and there's would. no point pretending any differently. But you see, what what Schiltz could have done. It's cleaned mm. a lot out. Correct. If, if, <laughs> if Clem had been in goal,
0: well, he Maradona
2: would have been leaving the, the game at that point. Yeah. No I'm question. To... Shields never got out, he's never no. got off the ground. No. Mm. And so I don't, the only thing that I think Maradona might have done is just later say, hey, come on. He, evolved, did, he, he did didn't yeah. he well he did didn't he he always referred to it There's as the, the hand, of, hand that, a but isn't that his way think... of
0: saying it I, yeah I, it is the, it is his hand is I mean. just, tell
2: me anyone in the same situation on the, on a stage like that that wouldn't have done what he did
0: well I don't know if they'd all done it but uh, I, what it was for me having seen it time and time again as well it was a purely instinctive reaction from yeah. him like so uh, many decisions you make on the pitch as you mm-hmm. said Nigel that mm-hmm. what you did it was instinctive mm-hmm. you know you, you're you you're making decisions every couple of seconds on a football pitch But where to go would you have done it I, I don't think I'd have punched it in. I don't know. But I'd have got up and headed it in. You see, there's a difference then. Mm. I'd have got above Schultz and headed it in, whereas Maradona couldn't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Are you speculating
2: doing that? To yes. Sure? Yes. There's another one where that came from. Well, I know. Yeah. But no,
0: I, see, you don't know, because you need to put yourself in that position, don't you, really? Yeah. Um, because it happens at, at, when you're there. But you're not rolling it out. No, no I'm not rolling it out. Of course no, I'm of course no. not. not. Of course I'm not. I mean, I think there's a couple of times in my career where the balls come flying and I've dive for it, you head it, and I'm, I wasn't quite getting it, and my hands be kind of near my head. Yeah, like that. And I've kind of and it's hit my hand, and I thought, well, you know,
3: referee oh, spotted you it. So. Like, if the ref if the ref doesn't see it, like I see it like that, like you know, you have to you have to do anything in order to win a game, right? Like at the end of the day, like oh, it doesn't... hold on, you have to do anything in order to anything or everything anything everything for me it's the same thing when it comes down to me well
2: it's very important that anything is is yeah but broad broad. listen Listen, listen. I'm just
3: just saying I'm just saying like this it It is comes from the school of one degree then doesn't it no (laughs) all I'm saying is you have to be in order to win you have to try to do everything to win a game it is not on you to make the decision if you're wrong or right, because you have a referee for that, right? Yes. And you have VAR now, yeah. which even helps you. They are now. Great. But back in the days, yeah. it was a referee. Yes. So if you could get away with it, great. You know, the supporters would jump on your back. If you were the opponent, they would say, Cheat, da, da. okay, but it's not on me. At the end of the day, there's a referee in the middle of the park who makes the decision if you were right or wrong. So what Maradona did for me as well was pure class. At the end of the day, he didn't chance. see it. He took a chance and did it. It was pure instinct. How yeah. many times have we seen? It? You remember? You remember what we just discussed about Sudan, right? Yeah. At the other end, who was there? Materazzi. Yeah. yeah. What happened with Materazzi when he came back in Italy? They put him on his hands. Your God! Everything <laughs> fantastic. This why? Because he did something and said clearly something that upset Sudan. Mm-hmm. Took him off and won that game for yeah. them. So he in the, in Italy now. It's just seen as one of the best plays in their history, just because <laughs> yeah, of fantastic. that motto. You got Zidane set off. Well done, big man. It's,
0: it's no. Yeah, it's another
2: of those moments.
3: It uh, is just want
0: it. So the other yeah, from. of course, the The thing about
2: Maradona that I have total sympathy for is, and I've told you this story before. Andy and I were, were taken out by Ruud. Right. Uh, what's his surname? Say in Dutch.
3: Gulit. Ruud. Gulit. Gulit. you yeah. say Gulit? No, we say Gulit. Was, with, they, with a with a with a harsh that. G, like a scouser. Yeah, but I don't want you to talk like that. No, like a
0: you sco- might spit on your, Scotch
2: can do it. You might spit on your mic. We say Loch, like and you can't say so Loch. Well, really well. took us out in Milan. It's yeah. Extraordinary. It was like being out the, with the Beatles in the sixties. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And I remember him telling the story, and has done many times. He said, I, "I finally got my life back when I came to London. I walked the King's Road, of yeah. all places, the King's Road, and and everybody left me. Nobody wanted to mm-hmm. talk to me. He said it was just so glorious. Maradona, never once. I can't imagine." Ever once enjoyed that no. privacy solidarity no. or privacy no. once he'd been introduced onto the world stage. No. That must be horrendous no. to live like that.
0: Well, you could see that. I mean horrendous. That, you could see that, that that must have affected him. You know, he couldn't come out your house getting a car without being followed along the streets. By especially of In the people. south of
3: Italy. You can, yeah. you can do that maybe in, in Milan and in the north of Italy, Turin, you know. But when you go more south, the more passionate people get. And especially when yeah. it comes down to Napoli. You get you have to understand, Napoli was not as big as or Juventus Ooh. at that time. Eh? So when he came to that club, he made that club to the club that what it is right now. Yeah, so, you know, he was just a figure. So for them, it is like what I said in the east of Italy. He's like a religion. Mm-hmm. He's more than Maradona. He's more than a football player. He's something. He's a savior for them. And mm-hmm. till this day, you see how the reactions yeah. were when when the news came out that he passed away nah, it's, 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 well we it's, can all uh, of us you just know.
2: enjoy the game I only say
0: thank you yes I mean yeah. listen they, they, they often say genius is flawed and I, and I, you know that might have well been the case with Diego oh. um, and, and it probably was but there was, without doubt he was a genius oh. I mean do you know he scored his first international goal at Hamden? You only, only,
2: you only, he yeah. only knows this because he watched the film. Ironically, the night sadly. No, that wasn't
0: on the film. I wasn't. No, film, no, I, before, I that. Uh, Maradona yeah, died. Really. The night
2: before he died, I right. sat at home. That
0: I was just flicking through, and I saw this Diego Maradona, and I yeah. thought, "Oh, I'll
2: have a look at That's that." That's a brilliant film.
0: And I started watching, that, and of course, I was hooked you know, watching yeah. his life. I mean, not realising as well. I think when he was, a, he was a kid and he went to Barcelona, had those right. two years. Well, great at Barcelona. Uh-huh. But then that, what was it, the butcher of Bilbao, Goycocea? Mm-hmm. yeah. Who broke, broke his ankle, snapped yeah. his ankle. Hey, Barcelona, right? Terrible, terrible yeah, yeah. break he had to come back from right. It's never the same, but did you ever see the fight he had in Barcelona on yeah, the football pitch? Yeah, yeah. when he, when he ret- tried to retaliate. Oh, yeah, they were, were yeah, high-kicking yeah, each other yeah, like you did in the final. Yeah, they were doing that all. Seriously, Richard, yeah, did we watch
2: the film? Yeah, they were, it, they were doing that all over the football year, that pitch. Was after, that was the year after. Was that the year after? Yeah, yeah he well, tried Well, they obviously
0: inspired Maradona. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Leeds, Chelsea, that's yeah. what that was. But yeah. that, that
0: was incredible. And I sat and watched the movie and I thought, wow, what a life, and how it went from, from so
2: high to so low in such a quick time. You know who sold him? From Barcelona going Terry, Terry Venables. Yeah, did he really? Yeah, he knew he knew not because he didn't fancy him. No, that, that he could not be done, he, couldn't not, he knew not there were fancy him. and he knew he needed to help him out. It yeah, was a little bit like Borley leaving Everton all yeah, this
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was inc- incredible. Who's I mean, best, best ever.
2: Maradona. I've read a
0: lot in the last couple of days, seeing the best ever. Some saying,
2: no, I'd like to have seen George Best play where Maradona did in a modern game with all the facilities. But you could say that about any. Uh, but, but No, but, Maradona but, didn't play in a modern game with well, all the facilities. He played in some of the worst pitches you'd ever seen. Yeah, but, at a time where,
0: as I've said, Goykechia was quite happily he was snapping an his ankle.
2: Yeah, but it, but it was still... Yeah. It was, no, you, as, were getting, wrong. you
0: were getting clubbed every day. Maradona went on your a football pitch, Richard, and if he couldn't jump... When he was running without football, he was getting carried well, he off. why
2: didn't get a club like Pele in 66. Well, what that's what I'm saying. He's...
0: But Pele and... He, they attempted. They couldn't <laughs> so get Maradona.
2: Things got better. Let's, for Manchester City fans, let me take mm, you back yeah. to another period in your career. Mm. You're trailing in the league, six games from the end, was it? Six? United are clear. You've got I to beat them in the yeah, derby. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, I think was it was, was more, that, more than that. Uh, I think it was, was seven, company's goal you beat seven them in games derby? or eight
3: games. Seven or eight games. Uh, it's gone. The, yeah, before the, the, the famous United yeah. derby at home. Okay, yeah.
2: so you beat them in the derby. Last day of the season. Yeah. It's yours because they're on the road. If you do the <laughs> job properly, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're 2-1 down to. Queens, Queens Park, Park Rangers, Rangers of yeah. all teams. 2-2. mm mm-hmm. Nigel, do and only you can tell the story because you were right yeah. in the middle of it. Right? Yeah. Aguero, yeah, that's Martin, Martin Tyler. Tyler, yeah, mm-hmm. you've got Not the really. ball yeah. in stoppage time. Mm-hmm. What's going through your mind? What did you see? And subsequently, how did you feel?
3: Well, the only, the only, the only thing that I can remember from that time is that. Because we everybody Crystal uh, Crystal uh, Queen Park Rangers already played with ten men because Barton was off. So yeah. what Jay did is just parking the uh, bus.
2: Tried to get uh, Tevez to go yeah, with him. Exactly. See, that was clever. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. do anything you can. Hey, if I kick understand. him, he'll
3: respond. I'm telling you. Anyway, they parked the bus because they were without mm-hmm. ten men. So that means you know the central defenders were free. There was no there was no need for them to to pick up the ball and pass around. So all I remember is Machini saying, "Pick up the ball. Every ball you get, pick it up and try to go wide." Because Edin Zeko was in, Balotelli right, was in. Uh, Aguero was in so just cross the ball and just pick up a second ball so I remember that time that I drove the ball in the middle of the park the sides were kind of blocked so I've seen Mario I'm uh, sorry uh, Sergio in the middle of the park and gave that ball to him because I knew like if there's some man if there's some player on this pitch who can do something in this yeah. particular moment it's Sergio and what he did after that 1-2 with Balotelli this, this is just history but that was not the initial plan the initial plan is just to go wide go right. or left or right or just so what do you think changed your mind then? instinct just the ego that what it comes instinct. up time mm. and again it's just instinct because sometimes you have to adjust to a, through a certain situation you cannot always go wide mm. because you love to go wide but then you're forcing it and then you lose the ball you, you lose time again so it's just instinct when you have that instinct you see an opening you have to go for <laughs> it did you know he was, did you know he was scoring when he just shifted it to the right mm. yeah and that, and the moment yeah. that I knew is because if you if you if you take 2 seconds back he had a horrendous tackle from Taya Taiwo on yeah. his ankle and you see his ankle flip Really bad. And any other player in that position would go down for a penalty whatsoever. He stayed on. And at that moment that he stayed on, I was like, this is it. He's going to score. Because (laughs) the determination that he had to not go down and just... Try to win a penalty. Not
2: in that incident. It was earlier. No, no, no. Not that, that incident. In that incident, just have, have a get look at that side. situation. Well, he I'm had a, I'm going down there. Yeah, <laughs> I know you. I know you going down.
0: You
3: are going down. There lies a the
0: difference. <laughs> <laughs> for less,
3: you're going down for less. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Puff window. Yeah, but then the moment when he when he got received that tackle on his ankle and I seen his ankle flip and he just continued. That was pure determination. I knew he's going to score that goal. So
2: See, there's great pictures for those of us from a certain generation of Garth Crooks. Uh, The Ricky Villa goal. Remember, Crooksy's on the edge of the box as Ricky Villa...
0: Dummies, dummies, dummies. dummies.
2: And Crooks, all you see is Crooksie's right foot three times. He's pulled pulled the trigger three times. Bang. Bang. Oh, come on. You must have had a similar feeling in your head. I mean, it, it must have felt like 10 minutes, that whole scenario. Oh, it felt like forever. You know, it felt
3: like forever. If you look, if you look at the if you look at the pictures, you can see ju- just the, the disappointment of the faces of the fans, mm-hmm. the disappointment of of our players. Because without without talking to each other, you knew exactly what's going on in our minds. You know, we were like, if we lose this game, did you think you had blown it at Yeah, of course, because we you gotta understand. United already played, and they were they were the final whistle went five minutes before. They were waiting, they had, well, so they were winning at 2-0. Yeah, yeah, win. yeah, they 2-0. Yeah. So. At the sideline, we were just communicating every time with uh, Mancini uh, and Kiddo. Kiddo was at the sideline. I said, like, what? Yeah, United won. We got a score. We got to score we got, because the draw was not enough. No. So you could just see the disappointment on the faces. I remember just watching watching, and looking at uh, Gail's cliche and and Jolien Lesko's face. And I was like, if we lose this game, right? <laughs> We're not able to go out. No, they would after. be. A, they would be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. No. We will never come and recover from this moment ever. No. I think this this team will by that time will be done, definitely. You know. See,
2: that's the moment for me. I always say to you because I I I watched uh, City. Um, close quarters for two years I worked in Manchester as well and, and mm. Francis Lee was right their, their former centre forward and, and chairman, at chairman one point, and he always said if there was a cup for cock-ups City it be won City, it yeah. every year yeah, yeah. That, that City were the nearly they nearly got that. even when they won the title in yeah. 68 to Manchester United won the European Cup yeah. so, so <laughs> there was always something there was always something yeah. they, always, they had to build a stand that was bigger than the highest at Old Trafford they lived in the shadow of <laughs> Manchester United of that moment yeah Changed everything for me. City mm. fans could then believe yeah. for the first time, and mm-hmm. that's how significant it was. It yeah. was just an extraordinary end. Yeah. It was a, it was an
3: extraordinary end, and it, it just had to it had to be that way. Right? You know, it was meant to be. Um, and what you cannot forget is we did it in an era when Ferguson was still at United. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. So for us, that was also very significant. And Not only for us, but for the fans in yes. the club, because mm-hmm. if you could win from Sir Alex Ferguson, yeah. you made it. You know, and that moment everything shifted also in the city, and of course with the clubs. And we all see what happened now, you know, like uh, what was what it like almost 10 years later? It's not eight years later. So. Yeah. You know, so it just shifted, and that was just a, such a, a diff, an an important moment for us as a group because and prior to that we won the FA Cup, of course, fantastic. You know, our first prize in three, what 22 two years or 33 years, but that Premier League, man, that was that mm-hmm. was it for us. That mm-hmm. was our dream, and we we realized it under the in that era. So uh, it was a big step for us. Yeah. From
0: just do, do, do you think I'm doing only thing back when yeah. we did it? Happen. Do you think winning the FA Cup was mm-hmm. important to winning the league? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because no. when, when I was at Everton, the first thing we won was the FA Cup, the following yeah. year we won the league. Yeah. But I know the FA Cup was a huge bonus as It, it, it sort of said
3: we can win things we can beat the best teams Yeah. do you think that was important? it was very important for us it was very important because that's our first prize and it's the quickest way to a trophy right Mm. it's not a whole season you only have a couple of games towards the final Mm. so for us it was the quickest way to to win a trophy so it was massively important for us to win that prize and get a taste of it from how it is to win win a game of a win a trophy together as well and you know, the, the celebration that that, that goes afterwards yeah. in the dressing room, the look at the faces from players, um, the families that come in the dressing rooms, you know, the mm. togetherness as a bunch of brothers, you know. So that was very important. And of course, that effect also the follow up year. Okay. See, I think from
2: that moment, it was you, Manchester City, that had noisy neighbors. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: probably. Okay. Okay. The noisy yeah, neighbors. Yeah, yeah. That's shifted, though. That's shifted. That's shifted. That's shifted. That's shifted. That's shifted. That's
2: shifted. I love this podcast because it's just a special. Well, let's hope everyone else does it. <laughs> just sit and talk as we have yeah, done yeah, with yeah. Nigel. Yeah. I, of course, I, I of course. Thank you again. I'd like to thank you for the duration. Yeah. I know that you've got a game.
3: Yeah. Later. Later on, yeah. So, yeah so, later so on. We- <laughs> yeah, later
2: on. Yeah. Go. Um but but thank you for listening. Um, you can join the debate with us on Twitter. At Richard AJ Keys, I believe mm-hmm. my handle is. Uh, Andrew's not a big Twitter fan, yeah. but is on Instagram. I am. Uh, you can join us at Keys and, A N D, spell it out, Keys and Grey Pod, or on email, uh, Keys and Grey, the podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe and follow on whatever platform you get your pods from, and do rate us, please. Leave us a lovely review. And that's what I would say to you, Nigel. In um, in thanking you again, you you've now got to listen back and and tell everybody what a great. Podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry.
3: The word will be out. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to hang with you guys. You know that if it's in the studio or here on a podcast. Hope hope for I'm, I'm happy them. to come back as well. And well, we all no love problem. that. We, were we no would love that. Nugen
0: in the kugen. We <laughs> we've only just <laughs> scratched the surface. You now I'm gonna
3: take that part out yeah?
0: when, I, when I put that on my social yeah. media.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know what it means, so I'm totally okay. innocent. I've got you know, no, idea, not Keys, t- not I have no idea, idea what Richard Keyes was saying there, yeah. so I'm totally innocent of <laughs> anything that may be levelled against him.
2: <laughs> we'll you'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening.